Hey, ho, what do you know? It's time for the Matt Dean Clark Show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast that critics are calling I'll do anything I can to avoid it. Okay. All right, great. Awesome. Love the positive reviews. Keep pouring in week after week. Thank you for that. That one was from my mom, so that's cool. We can move on to a different one. Uh, Here, let's welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, Brett in the house. Oh, I I didn't know you were going to lead with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Because we saved the best for last. Returning family member of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Jacob. <laughs> it's Jacob. All right. Woo! How are you? Welcome back. I'm good. good. I'm good. Good. Good to Middle hear. of the work week. Yeah. Sad, sad stuff, but yeah. Well, reality. There it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it is. We're recording on a Wednesday. We've kind of been the last few weeks floating all over the place doing Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday. Um, but listen, that's just how, how it happens. Keep you guessing. Keep you guessing for it. Let's start with tonight. We're going to start with entertainment news and comics. So we'll start with the first uh, story, which is so, you know, the writer's strike is still going on. The actor's strike is still going on. Um, some people are saying it's going to go till the end of the year. Um, but now, you know, so a bunch of talk shows, daytime talk shows, were going to go back on the air. So like you had your um, Drew Barrymore show that mm-hmm. was going to be back on. They filmed a bunch of episodes last week and even had some WGA um, people picketing the shows and in the audience. Yeah. And so I guess they got so much, you know, pressure from them that they decided we're not going to air these shows. And so they're oh. not going to have the premiere. So they decided not to do it. So they actually, the picketers won in that instance. Um, but now it, they're turning their eyes to dancing with the stars because um, notoriously the show had one WGA writer on it. And it says they have about a staff of 500. And I worked on that show for about 11 years and I loved it. I loved working on it. And it is this massive thing. And they did it. They have one writer. And so because of that, they're now picketing them. And so their show, the actual premiere date is Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. Oh, wow. And so now there's this pressure of whether or not they're going to actually air these, you know, what they've been shooting the last few weeks. Because the weeks leading up to it, you have your celebrities that are basically training with these dancers and they're trying to get better. And some of them are learning dancing for the first time. And then, so it's all that build up to the first live show. And so now that's this kind of thing where it's all leading up to, will they, or won't they do the show on Tuesday? So it's very interesting kind of seeing all the stuff come out about it. Um, including, you know, a lot of people are going after, um, Matt Walsh, who's a comedian from UCB. I don't know if you're familiar okay. with that guy. That guy's super funny. No. Um, uh, Mira Sorvino. <laughs> you don't know if you know that actress. Uh, no. Okay. No. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's a big oh, ignore. Oh, for two. Oh, for yeah, two. Not ignore. bad. Not bad. Uh, but she said, she clarified on Twitter that we're allowed to do reality and unscripted competition or documentary shows saying that it's a different contract. But the only difference in it for this one is just, I guess, because they did have, you know, you could do a a reality show that doesn't have writers, but because they've had a writer in the past, that's what makes it kind of a a different thing. Um, And including Matt Walsh, too, is also, um, you know, he's an actor and a WGA writer. So people, Mm. I guess, are specifically calling him out, too. Um, And he's saying that... uh, um, 
one person said, one of the stars who's one of my idols is in a really tough bind. He's a WGA writer too, so he must cross our picket line as a member to go to work. Again, he probably doesn't even know that. So there you go. Most people think reality shows aren't WGA, but this is kind of one of those hybrid ones. Mm. So yeah, so it's very interesting kind of seeing that, seeing this, um, because I very much felt like a family working on that show. So seeing them in this tough predicament where I get their side of it too, because they have 500 people that they're trying to keep employed. Yeah. And it's a tough thing because technically, I guess it would be considered scabbing because you had that element of writer. So that writer doesn't currently work for them? No, no, he's striking. He or she. Is that why he or she isn't working for them is because of the strike? Yeah. Oh, yep. Yep, absolutely. So and then that is where that kind of, you know, all the kind of tension lies. Um, And so it was interesting to see that. And then Cheryl Burke, who was a former... Uh, Dancing with the Stars Pro, a dancer on it, and she's awesome. Worked with her for most of my 11 seasons. And she said, uh, she voiced her opinion. She said, at the end of the day, we have to stick together because that's the only way to ever make any significant change. She even uh, cited the cast of Friends. She said that when they asked for money, they all stuck together. Mm. Uh, The problem is that if we don't, then we're setting a precedent, and I don't think it's going to be good for the show, to be quite honest, in the long run. Um, and yeah, you've seen people get kind of uh, negative reactions. Ellen DeGeneres famously did that in 07, right. that, that writer's strike. Mm-hmm. It was 06 or 07. And she never really recovered. Everyone kind of, when they mention her name, at least when writers or comedians, they talk about that, how she crossed the picket line to oh, keep wow. the show going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. We'll see what they do. Hmm. Um, I personally, I think, you know, probably shouldn't and maybe they won't, you know. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Do you know offhand which streaming services are refusing to pay their writers a fair wage? I mean, it's pretty much all of them. It's like every major streaming service. And like YouTube is maybe the one exception. Right. Because it's all private content. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you're starting to get these little, you're hearing about these little side deals where some companies still want them to get content and they're trying to make these side deals. But there are these adamant people that are like, no, you know, you got to be one for all. So, yeah, we'll see what yeah. happens and see if they, you know, I, we're recording this on a Wednesday. So this could all change, you know, tomorrow and by the time the show comes up. But we'll see. But, uh, yeah, there you go with that. And then uh, also for entertainment news, uh, music videos. Were you guys big fans of them growing up? Did you watch MTV all the time? Yeah. We didn't have MTV at my house. No? I had to go to I had to go to my friend's house to watch Cartoon Network and MTV. On all that, yeah, <laughs> same here. I had to go over to Clark's house and yeah. Oh, did you really? <laughs> yeah, but so I understand that we had like yeah. PBS. Okay, that's about what we had at our no, house nice. and like Power Rangers. Yes, I had, I had Power Rangers, Turtles. Yeah, yeah. I feel like stuff. I would watch a good couple hours of it. Um, getting back, getting off the school bus. Um, yeah, a couple hours after school, I'd just be watching these music videos. But they ranked the 50 greatest music videos of all time. Um, so did you, you probably just didn't even watch a ton of videos? Is Christopher Walken's music video one of them? Oh, it's got to be, right? The, Let me check. Uh, that's Weezer. No, that's not No, Weezer, no, no. Uh, uh, Fatboy Slim, right? Yep. Yeah. Weapon of Choice, yes. right? Yes. Yep. It is on there. He's that like is... dancing on those ceilings. and uh, yep. That's a different song. But That's, uh, <laughs> that's uh, number 30 is what that one and it is out of top 50 yep top 50 and so the uh, top five brett you want to take a stab at one of what's uh do you have a favorite music video growing up top five of all time all time music videos what do you think would make top five um it's tough right it's like where do you even 
Yeah. Top five of all time. It's got to be like a, what did you guys say? What, like a Backstreet Boys one? Britney Spears? Uh, all time. I think we're biased toward that generation of like when we were middle school or high school, like music videos were a big thing, but. And there is not one Backstreet Boys um, on there. So, uh, but what's interesting is I'm thinking like Boy George, Karma, Karma Chameleon is like that's a great was like a revolutionary one for that time because it was like half cartoon, half reality. Yeah, no, that was a great one. I loved watching that. Like I don't think song. that's top five though. That's not oh. even top fifty. But top five, we got as five. We got Aha, Take on Me. Great Never one. seen it. That was the. It's like Who's a, she? A good one. I don't yeah. know. That. It's like I know black Limbisca one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's black on white, which or black and white, which is like it's uh, an artist, and they're doing cartoons, and then the uh, cartoons come alive. That's like Comic Chameleon. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it is kind of like that. Yeah. Don't they, I think it's in like a supermarket, and he like hops through the freezer, and then he becomes a cartoon. <laughs> maybe you're thinking of yeah. Or maybe I'm thinking of the, <laughs> the uh-huh, wrong music yeah. video. That could be. Uh, number four is Beastie Boys Sabotage. I think that's kind of overrated. Uh, Michael Jackson Thriller. Oh. Uh, Madonna Vogue, and at number one, Peter Gabriel Sledgehammer. Wow. I think, really? I don't what? Think that's, it's a good song and video, but I don't know if that's number one. Sing it. Yeah. I don't know. Sledgehammer. That f- refresh your memory? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, I gotta go back to uh, practicing my vocals. He's got two arms around you now. And I don't like the way he's smiling. And I don't like the way he's smiling. All right, from there, let's go to advice. This is everyone's favorite segment of the week. Um, if you have any advice, questions, or comments, reach out. And not good with Matt at gmail.com. That is not good with Matt at gmail.com. We'll start with one. Um, someone wrote in and said that uh, a surprise friend shows up with a dog that the recipient doesn't want. So someone said no to a dog. Their friend asked him, Do you want yeah. this dog? Friend's adamant. No, I don't want the dog. No, thank you. But a friend, it would be like Brett has this dog. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not a huge dog fan. And I'm just like, No, no, thank you. But Brett shows up anyways to this podcast and gives me, gifts me a dog. Um, yeah. and now Brett won't take it back. The guy will not take the the dog back. What do you think? Is this guy in the wrong? How would you feel in that situation? Are you a cat guy? Is, you there, dog guy? is there more to the story than that? No, that's I, it. Okay. I mean, the guy who gave the dog is in the wrong. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, totally. Like, an asshole. Am I the asshole? Absolutely. No. no. <laughs> I think clearly they just wanted to get rid of this this animal, right? That's what it was. Like there's something, yeah. I mean, I, that's, I bet they went to the pound and the pound said, we're not taking in animals and you're, you need, you need to be a better owner yeah. or something, but that could be, <laughs> I think though, this is, you know, and they're like Brett's a great dog owner. Let's give it to Brett. <laughs> I think this is further proof. How good, you know, can dogs really be if people are trying to get rid of them? Right. Oh yeah. We can all a cat man, right? I am. Yeah. You're we can all be in agreement friend. that wow. cats are better than dogs. Right. Okay. There you go with that. Uh, someone wants to know. Well, maybe it has worms too. Maybe that person's like, this dog is just like, you know, damaged goods. And I want to give this to. Yeah. Maybe it was diabetic. Three legs. Yeah. Diabetic. Yeah. Yeah. Diarrhea. Has a lot of diarrhea yeah. all the time. That could be. Wow. Uh, another person writes in. Uh, he said that his wife hates his scratchy beard and he's starting to hate her negativity about it. Um, this person <laughs> said that uh, his wife is basically telling him he's got to shave his beard because she hates how scratchy it is. If someone gave you an ultimatum that you gotta like do something like you know shave your hair, shave your beard, shave your head, 
what would your reaction be? I mean, it's her coochie. I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if it's hurting her, I mean, right, yeah. do what you need to do. I right. mean, I don't see the problem there. <laughs> that's what that's what it's getting at. She, when right. she says it hurts, she's not talking about her cheek or something. It's, right. Yeah. It's yeah. Her yeah. butthole. Yeah. <laughs> the BH. It's, it's between her cheeks. There. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Brett, what would you do? Would you ultimately? Would you? Would you shave your stash off? Oh, that's, yeah. If, if I had you, a beard, I would shave that off because whoever has a beard is, you know. I'm sorry? Not. Good? Good. With Matt Rashabi. What if, like, uh, <laughs> what if listeners were writing in and saying, I can hear Brett's beard on Mike or his uh, mustache, and it's really, it's awful. <laughs> like rubbing then I would start my own ASMR channel. <laughs> <laughs> where you're just rubbing your stash yeah. on it? Yeah. Whisker ginger. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Whisker ginger, yeah. That's good, yeah. Yeah. I think Whisker Ginger MN. Look it up. Oh, that's a thing? No, I don't know. Okay. Look you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It can be a thing. It certainly can be a thing. Minnesota, I get it now. I think tell her that, you know, give her the ultimatum. Tell her 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 whole head of hair is scratchy and she's got to shave her head. Scratchy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If if she shaves her head, you'll shave your beard. I think that's a fine. You know what I mean? There's got to be some give and take. Some yin and yang. Yin? Yin? (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Another person wants to know. Oh, this is uh, so a son was cheating on his wife and his parents. um, The son is angry now because the parents have continued to stay in contact with the soon to be ex-wife. And so they loved this wife um and they've gotten to know her and love her and hang out with her she's part of the family yeah and then he cheats on her um, and they're still going to be friends oh he cheated the the woman didn't cheat the woman did not cheat. i was going to ask if the woman cheated with his parents like a menage type (laughs) thing yeah no uh but what do you think about that that type of situation does this guy have a right to be upset no Ooh. why he doesn't have a right to be upset about it, but at the same time, your family, you know, even no matter how good a relationship is, I think keeping your family close is probably more important than having that one extra external person be part of your family. And you can be cordial with them, you can be nice with them and all that, but if you're still hanging out and inviting them around, I think that's a little too far. Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks to say goodbye, but it's like, we love you, you love us, but you know, like hopefully we'll see you around. Yeah. But I can't continue with this. But yeah, yeah it sucks, but I think that's the way to go. What do you think, Brad? Uh yeah, I mean some of it it depends on everything, I guess. Like they they're all grown ups, right? So they should be cool. But yeah, I, I mean yeah, family or blood's thicker than water, so Yeah, the wife should be dead to them. She should just suffer more, I feel just like. like. <laughs> it's her fault. She was asking for it. Yeah. No. She must not I, have shaved her beard. Yeah. <laughs> No, I agree. It is one of those things where it's like, yeah, they can be cordial and obviously very sympathetic to her. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's yeah, it's a tough thing. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. What do you guys think? They just invite her over for dinner all the time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's all for them. Yep. Uh, Oh, oh, I forgot to tell you. She's coming for Thanksgiving. My bad. Um, all right, from there, let's go to TV. This is TV Reviews Ooh. of the Week. 
Uh, what are you guys watching that you guys can recommend or tell people to stay far away from? I've been watching Ahsoka. Yeah, me the too. New, the new live action uh, show about Ahsoka Tano, the Jedi or former Jedi. Yep. One or two episodes in, I realized... Oh, there's backstory so much. to how these people met, and I don't know any of it. So I stopped watching after three episodes. I think they're on like six this six, week. Six, yep. I just finished but, the sixth um, one. I stopped, and then I went back, and I started watching the uh, Star Wars Rebels yeah. cartoon. Because yeah. that shows all of their relationships before the Ahsoka show. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched and much of that. It's great. Five or some seasons. It's a lot. And it's so I... Kind of regret it, but yeah, I've already started. So there we go. go. Yeah, and then how many per season? You're looking at probably fifty 12, episodes. Oh, twelve to fifteen episodes a season. Okay. Yeah. So fifty total. If it's That's like a five lot. Seasons. Yeah. They're not very long either, but these Star Wars cartoons, man, they like they've got some good plot going on. Oh yeah. You know, I think it's solid, solid show. Clone Wars. I watched all of that. I like. I love it. I thought oh. it was really good. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So you'd give it a good or not good if you had to rate it? Oh, Ahsoka. The Ahsoka. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Rosario Dawson does a great job. Yep. Me too. So. I think it's great. I'll give it. Uh, it's funny. I was reading a review saying that all the lightsaber battles. Uh, one person said I couldn't believe a show could actually make lightsaber battles seem dull and boring. And I was oh, like, wow. what? I don't uh, get the same thing at all. I could kind of see that actually. Yeah. It's not like as quick pace. It's very like. Methodical. They're actors that are, yeah. I don't, yeah, I can see that actually. Okay. But yeah. It doesn't I, take away from the show for me. Me neither. I think it works. It's all part of it. I'll give it a get as well. Brett, what are you watching? Nice. Uh, I'm watching. I'm watching. I finished Jack Ryan season four. Nice. You love it. Now, oh, Brett, if, it. if you're a listener and viewer in the past, Brett has been quoted as saying uh, that Jack Ryan is, quote, amazing. <laughs> an amazing show very amazing yeah. i wish there was more if anyone has any more of those if anyone listening or watching has recommendations on jack ryan-esque uh tv series please let me know um but otherwise i've just been watching art re-watching archer not re-watching but catching up yes yeah. they have so many seasons um i feel like for jack ryan-esque tv shows too it'd be anything on prime is, and, is good. Yeah, and Paramount, too. Like, even that, uh, we talked a little bit about Special Ops Lioness. Oh, yeah. I want to check that out. you would love that. That's right up your alley, especially yeah. for Jack Ryan-esque type shows. We have uh, Bing Film writing in saying Reacher. Oh, Reacher's great. One. Yeah. And um, the guy that's playing Reacher in the TV show, way better than Tom Cruise, I got to say. That's oh, a bold statement. He's like a giant, oh. isn't he? He's a giant, yeah. He's huge. And he's in the new Fast and Furious. He's great in that, too. Yeah. Natural. Uh, yep. I'm writing it down. There reach, you go. Reach arounder. Yep. Reach. That's, that's the full name. Reach arounder. That's the second. <laughs> that's how you gonna remember. Season. Yeah. Yeah. I've been watching Archer. <laughs> yeah. Archer is such a depraved reach show. Archer. Is it? I fucking love it. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they go to the dark side with every single joke. So like, it beats your mind there, and you're like, oh, I feel good about myself. So <laughs> I wouldn't be that terrible. I don't know why it was, it's but terrible. for some reason I thought Archer. I was just like, I didn't think it was gonna be good. And I so I haven't seen a lot of it, but is that a show I should really like devote? It's that's also been on like what thirteen seasons, fourteen seasons, tons. They're just terrible people to each other, and like it's it's like kind of like an office style uh, thing where you have different people within a workplace, but they're all 
really shitty either at their job or in their personal lives and they bring their personal lives into work and yeah it kind of ruins things or i don't know the yeah, characters are good the characters are really good really great good mm-hmm. for, yeah judy greer plays oh, she's pam awesome. in that show yeah she's hilarious pam has such the, the character arcs in archer are really great actually no, judy greer plays sterling's mom no Ju- no, no yeah yeah no yeah, pam, right. pam. yeah yeah you're fight right, right, right now right. live fight <laughs> No, you're right. Jacob's right. I'm thinking of the lady from Arrested Development plays Archer's mom. Lucille, oh, yeah. Lucille. Did she pass? Uh, she just passed, I think. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Well, there you go. Um, anyway, anyway, sorry. To, yeah. yeah. To <laughs> uh, Special Ops Lioness um, is another. That is a good show. Like I was telling you, I think um, I'll definitely give it a good. Um, that's on Prime? That's on Paramount Plus. Paramount right? Plus. Yeah, yeah. Do you have Plus? Are you no, a pluser? I don't. Okay. Do you have plus? I'm, I I stopped plus Disney for the writer's strike. Yeah. Are you a plus? Are you a plus denier? Plus that denier. Um, <laughs> what about uh, how to with John Wilson? Have you seen that? I saw um, uh, trailers for that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's the, or just like the headers? Yeah, yeah. It was on. Yeah. Um, it's really good. It's a documentary series, and it's like, but it's about a guy. He's basically it's all through his lens, literally his camera lens, mm. as he's going around New York and trying to, you know, each episode is a different topic where he talks one about the scaffolding in New York City, and he goes mm. all about that, and he goes about one episode is how to find public restrooms in New York City yeah. and how hard and challenging that can be. Oh, I think Blake recommended this. I know, maybe we've while. talked oh, about we, this before. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We um, tried it. I didn't like it. We talked about it at Flappers one time. Okay. Um, and uh, that's where we did the after show is Flappers, yeah. um, which I did have someone reach out to me and ask because uh, they know it's a code name yeah. of where we go for the after party f- after each podcast. We've been saying Flappers. Yeah. And they know it's a code word and they want to know what the actual place is. And we don't ever say. Can't say. Can't say. But yeah, yeah. we'll be at Flappers. We like yeah. our peace after our It's show. all ours. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, from there, let's go to some random news. This is random news of the week. We'll start with, uh, this is one that Brett found a couple weeks ago, but I thought was worth mentioning. A Tennessee <laughs> woman who hasn't cut the hair on the back of her head since 1990 earned the Guinness World Record. We love Guinness World Records oh, here yes. on the show. And so she earned a Guinness World Record for the longest competitive mullet. That's impressive. That's good. <laughs> you, Jacob, you're reacting. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> That's uh, a choice. That is a choice. That is a choice. What makes it competitive? I think just that you're with other like-minded individuals that are trying to grow that mullet. Um, you got to want it. You got to want it. That's the uh, difference. Tammy Manis earned the female version of the mullet length record when the party in the back part of her hair was measured at five feet, eight inches long. That's taller than me. That is taller than me. <laughs> Five feet, eight inches. That's crazy. Five <laughs> ten? Um, nope. Um, and I know I look like it, but uh, um, Brett, you've historically rocked the mullet. I've had mullets before. You currently, yeah. you currently have I a mullet. Kind of maybe have one now. Yeah. I guess I, I, I do. Let me take a my bit. shirt off, then you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> I do a little bit too. What is? Are you willing to take the challenge of the longest mullet? Would you ever do that? <laughs> I don't think so. You should do That's it. That's too much party. <laughs> That's too much. Party. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> Maybe. Jacob, your take when you see someone rocking a mullet, what's your what's your initial reaction? I think mullets can look really good on yeah, someone. Some can. Not off. women. I'm sorry. Not yeah. women. I think that's weird. It's kinda like in the same realm as like the women who have like straight long hair and then the front have those like 
curly, curly, bushy bangs in the front, like from the nine mid nineties. That was a big yeah. thing. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it's like just bushy hair and like straight in the back. It's like mm-hmm. Joe a Joe Dirt haircut yes. on women <laughs> and like shaved. Right? Yeah, shaved, exactly. Yeah. I think mullets for women. No, maybe yeah. like a side shaved on the head would yeah. be good for a, a woman. Like yeah. the equivalent of that, maybe more punk. Yeah. But I think guys with mullets look good if they're not wild, like if they're not long. But and like, it, and it's funny. I'll go not totally the opposite way, but with what you were saying with the shaved look, I do like that on women. I feel like they can pull that off. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I feel like the guy, it's just so hard for them not to look like Joe Dirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's either Joe Dirt or they look like. A big douchebag, like, right? <laughs> which is fine. Yeah. I kind of like that though. But yeah, yeah. Um, and so uh, this, because she got that, how much do you think she won as the grand prize? A slap on the <laughs> slap on the ass <laughs> on her hairy ass. So much, <laughs> someone just snips it right off. Yeah, just she got new mullet. teeth. Yeah. She, she got teeth. <laughs> What's the world record for the longest butt hair? Oh, is that the new Guinness world record? We're gonna have to look that up. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the Sorry. Don't off ever, track. Don't ever, no, don't ever yeah. apologize. Off ass track. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brett, what do you think? What uh, What was the top prize that she got? Five grand? <laughs> Lifetime supply to L'Oreal? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pert's Plus or whatever. <laughs> Head and shoulders, yeah. Pert. Pounds of sugar. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, no, she got some three. fentanyl. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, she got a $300 prize. <laughs> That was it. If that somebody, so bad. man, if she should team up with one of these other competitive mullet people and like have them take over back and forth, so they keep getting three hundred dollars. Yes, that's well, the way to live life, guys. Well, and the rough thing though is that the application fee to be part of it was three hundred dollars. Oh, is it really? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, well, all right. There you go. From that, um, so we'll go to um, England. Good old England, mm. Brett. You have a. You have an um, an accent, an English accent that you've been doing for the last yeah. month or so that you've kind of perfected. So if you want to do a quick English uh, kind of impression, if you will. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Cranky. Is that like it? Is you got that, it. Get the gator. Yeah. Wait, no. What What are they saying? It's uh, flight of the Concords gonna murder gonna murder a rattler. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, you nailed it. I, I love that show. Yeah, that's oh, it's that's such a good show. Yeah. And we were just talking about Joe Dirt too. I rewatched <laughs> that. Um, Paige hadn't seen it, so she watched it for the first time. It is so good. That holds up like crazy good. Oh, I haven't seen that. Kid Rock acting acting Ooh. debut, mm. acting debut, um, pretty good. And uh, and also you don't see Dennis Miller a lot anymore, and he's in there. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like that's the okay. main. What's that? That's, that's okay. okay though. You don't like Dennis Miller? <laughs> Bordello of Blood. I don't miss him. For a while, he had a couple of good uh, good acting roles. Huh? Yeah, and he was uh, as <laughs> for, for a while. For a while, he had two, two acting good roles. roles. Yes. But he got Bordello of Blood. He got paid. Um, it was like a million dollars, I want to say, for it, which is like I don't know, probably too much for that role. But uh, he was good on SNL. He was like one of the Weekend Update guys. Oh. But yeah, no love for Dennis Miller. Huh? No All love. Right. All right. Uh, but yeah, so we're going over to England. Uh, where this gardener took a nearly 20-pound onion to an England flower show, um, and they believe that they that he will be breaking the Guinness World Record of the largest onion. Wow. Um, so there you go with that. Gareth Griffin hmm. had a 19-point... Great, great name. Uh, Gigi. Gigi. Had a, Gigi, yeah. 
Our boy Gigi had a 19.77 pound onion, and this outweighs the previous world record, which was 18.68. So there you go. Uh, Then... Oh, no, do you have it, a yeah. joke? Do you have a punchline no, lined no, up no, for this one? No. I was going to say he could break another record and have the largest blooming onion. <laughs> With this. He just takes it to like a Chili's or something. Where no, uh, no, blooming onions at, where's that? Outback. Outback, yeah. Outback, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. And so the onion is also on display at the show's edible <laughs> pavilion alongside oh. other gi- uh, giant vegetables that include a cabbage, a cucumber, and a carrot. Unfortunately, all these vegetables were accidentally thrown into a pot and are now a stew. <laughs> I was going to say they could make a stew. <laughs> make a dumb joke. Yeah, yeah so no World's record. largest stew. No record breaker this time, yeah. It is soup season, so I feel like this is good. Speaking of Flight uh, of the Concords yeah. and Onions, one of my favorite lyrics from I'm Not Crying, he goes... I'm not crying. It's just been raining on my face. <laughs> and if you think some tea, and if you think you see some tear tracks down my cheeks, please, please don't tell my mates. I've just been cutting onions. I'm making a lasagna for one. Anyways, I love that. I started thinking of crying, and I'm like, oh, fly the conference. This is perfect. That's great. Um, all right, from there, let's go to uh, checking in. This is our checking in segment. Clark always loves when we do the checking in segment towards the end of the show. <laughs> you can hear his tirades on uh, previous episodes. Uh, but let's start with, um, you know, one thing that I wanted to ask you about, Jacob, is that uh, so Anoka has been doing this thing called the Social District. Yeah. Can you explain what that is? Sure. Be- so uh, downtown Anoka has always been a fun place to go bar hopping, but of course you can't have drinks out in public. You just have to stay in the place. But how many bars? To sorry to cut you up, how many bars are in the area? Would you say like six or seven? Mm, yes, I would say like eight. Okay, yeah, okay. eight or so in that uh, two kind of cross block area. Okay, um, and there's been a lot of complaints by people that like. You know, one person in a group wants wine, another person wants mixed drinks, another person wants craft beer, but they have to like spend time on each of their patios separately and just wait around for your relative to drink, you know? And yeah. Um, so Anoka wanted to try out a, a trial run of a social district where they give clear boundaries um, of like where you can and can't go. And then special cups get sold to businesses by the city. The city makes the cups and then mm-hmm. we buy them. And then um, the customers can get drinks and they just tell us, hey, we're doing it for social districts. So they can walk around with these things and they can go along the river, on the all over the park area. And then you can also be on patios outside. Can't bring them into other businesses. That's right. illegal. But uh, yeah. And but so you- we, we've brought like two weeks in right now. And uh, three days into the trial run, this is at the end of the first weekend, the city council contacts the business owners saying that they're changing up the rules and saying saying that anybody who takes a beverage outside, period, that whether they're walking around or just sitting on your patio, mm-hmm. has to use the city's Anoka cup. Mm. Now, normally when businesses buy plastic cups in bulk, they're around like six cents in bulk. Mm-hmm. These plastic cups cost like 46 or 47 cents. 
So for every beverage that a business sells, 46 cents of that goes to the city. Oh, wow. So that's why they're doing it. That's, I don't know the intent here, yeah. but it doesn't seem right. Yeah. But wow, uh, that's a huge uh, source it's, of it's huge. And like for the people complain about our 3% wellness tax for yeah. our in, employees insurance. And like when they heard about this, like a lot of the businesses, most of them pulled out of the trial run of the uh, social district. So it was on pause for like three or four days, I think. Wow. Um, yeah. And so the Others... city, the city contacted people and said, let's go back to the original way that we did it. But if people want to leave your patio, you just pour it into a social district cup. That's what we were doing the whole time anyway. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So we're back on board. We're doing social district again. We're trying it out. But so you still have to get that cup or you don't? If have you're to? walking around outside, you need to have the special cup. Which is 46 cents. 46 cents. Okay. About, yeah. Um, some because it's the trial some businesses are footing the bill and they're paying for the cups just to see how it nice. affects business yeah some of them are charging the 46 or 50 cents people are rounding right. it to 50 people just tack that onto the um, customer's tab and that some that sometimes seems a little fair like instead of paying ten dollars to get into a you know entrance fee or something just paying 50 cents a drink to walk around and Seems like a fair thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And then others are selling their drinks, their social cups for seventy-five cents. So they're actually making twenty-five cents for every single customer that comes and does it. Okay, that's one business, and I don't know how they're doing. But right? Yeah, we'll find out. Now, let me ask you this: Now, can you, if you buy a cup one night, yep. can you bring that same cup back the next night? Nope. You need to get a new cup for every beverage that you get. Do they change? Oh, for every beverage you get. Every really? beverage. Wow. Um. It's like a standard rule in restaurants and like um, coffee shops. You can't take like health used containers. Stuff. You can't take used containers back behind a bar to refill again. It's a health code hazard. Mm. And so for plastic, like uh, disposable cups like that, you need to get a fresh one. So a family of five can come in and get five rounds and we have to spend, use 25 cups on that family. Wow. So, so you still yeah. have to pay that 50 cents every time you get a cup we buy all the cups from the you city do, yeah. right out front so we bought like two boxes there's like okay. two thousand cups so that's close to a thousand dollars that we footed for this trial run for okay. now and oh. so we paid that up front to the city they got that from us and so every time somebody's not sure if they want to do a patio or walk around they're like just put it in the walk around one you know right. just in case it's yeah. like just in case and then they end up being on our patio all night it's like we threw away probably four dollars on this guy's drinking tonight are, are they wow. better cups are they the aluminum ones that are more no they're the exact they're same are they glass cup, basically <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are they gold? they're actually broken glass <laughs> broken glass. yeah um uh, well, so you, it's interesting i mean i think eventually we'll i it, what i would do probably is you know tack that onto the customer's tab because it's taking away a lot of money from the businesses yeah the city also increased security and they yeah. made um, recycling bins uh, located all around downtown, which is a long time coming. I think there's a ton of plastic that gets tossed, you know, normally. But so it's good that we got those things in place. But it it got a little uh, out of hand for a second. I feel. But yeah. Also, what about just their, you know, people's um, temperament and all that? Now that you can drink and walk around in public, has that kind of changed? And, and what I mean by that is, I drove on opening night. 
um, Paige and I went down to try it out for that mm-hmm. first weekend. We went and we ate at Serums. Oh, wow. And but as as I was driving in and going towards down the street downtown and going to the parking structure, this woman walks out into the street and she's holding, she's double fisting. So she's got classic, you know, yeah, classic move. Love she's it. got a drink in both hands. She looks pretty gone, and she's like, "Woo!" And it just almost runs right into my car <laughs> as I'm driving. And I'm like, "Okay, we're in it. We're in it right now. This is the social district." Believe it or not, that's downtown Anoka always, right, <laughs> right to a degree. There's but now always someone who walks out of a bar with their beverages and yeah. is walking in this traffic. Oh, interesting. Crosswalks, crosswalks really aren't respected in downtown. Like people just in general, cross where they before need to this. go. Clark yeah, would be furious always. about that. Yes. Yeah, he would have some. Uh, <laughs> he'd have some uh, questions about that. Yeah. And, and some and some statements. Some opinions. Some opinions. Yeah. Some strong... I think temperament's been fine though. I okay. mean, a lot of the customers haven't been crazy. There's a couple that come into our bar with like uh, the brewery with a couple glass bottles, and clearly they just bought bottles and didn't talk to their, you know, the original. Uh, licensee you know about hey can i take this outside they just left and brought it into another place and those people aren't asking questions anyway so they're the outlier everyone's been pretty respectful i haven't seen a lot of crazy drunk people come into our um brewery but no one's coming to a brewery to get loaded crazy you know yeah so they're there to get specialty so far it seems like it's a good thing especially on the weekends yeah it'll be interesting to see once the end of this trial period you know what the final verdict is, but I think it's going to be positive. Um, I did see this. There was a band playing pretty much in the middle of the street. Yeah. Uh, and it was cool. And it just was a fun, uh, someone even quoted it as more of like a Minnesota state fair type vibe. Yeah. And it huh. is that. Yeah. So there you go. I say, cool. rec- I recommend it. Uh, um, good. Anoka, good. Anoka social district. I'll give it a good. <laughs> so check that out. Ladies and gentlemen. All right, and finally, let's do movies. This is our movie segment of the week. Have you guys seen anything that uh, kind of jumps out at you that you've seen recently, or maybe it's a movie from the past? I don't think we've ever mentioned kind of and talked about what some of your favorite movies have been, Jacob. It's so that's the most loaded question too. By the way, whenever someone asks, "What's your yeah, favorite?" Yeah, yeah, anything favorite? Yeah, like, what's, you, you, they're looking for a specific thing. Well, it's more just like how do you narrow it down? You, you have to say like. What's a few of some of your favorite things right yeah. now, maybe, currently? Yeah. Give us your top 17 movies right now. <laughs> yeah. 17? Yeah. yeah. Um, Christopher Walken in... Uh, Everything. <laughs> the music video. Yeah. Yes. Um, Bad Boy Slim. My favorite movie. <laughs> I did see an old Christopher Walken movie, um, an action movie he was on. For some reason, they tried to like kind of project him as an action hero in the early 90s. Hmm. And in 1990, I think it was, he did McBain. And it's mm. uh, it's just huh. a really trashy um, action movie, but like really good special effects, a ton of violence, mm. so much shooting, and he's like the the heavy action star in it. Uh, I can recommend that. I think it was on Prime. I don't know if it still is, but yeah, okay. it's a good movie. Good, wow. I'll give it a good. Nice uh, movie. I mean, I'm kind of all over the place. Yeah. I don't. How about this? I do not like horror movies. I do yes. not like horrors Ooh. or uh, gore. Gore is not that bad, but like horror movies when it comes to demon possessions. Sure. Yeah. I That's where I draw the line. I'll watch any movie other than that, you know, but that shit really, 
Scares you? Scares the yeah. shit out of me. I'll right. have nightmares. I used to have be scared of demons as a kid. And yeah. So when I see demon possession stuff or like hauntings, that kind of thing, I'm like, nah. Yeah. Nor, nor. We did a, we did a interview on Ghost Hunters on the first season I worked on it. This was like 10 years ago. Mm. And we were working on it. And we were doing an interview with this woman. And, and I think it was a woman and her daughter. I could be misremembering this. But all of a sudden... And they were talking about possession and the mom just like her eyes kind of glaze over and she was basically just started talking in like a different language. Wow. And it was like that. And the whole crew were all like, all right, what do we do now? <laughs> yeah. And then she got like snapped back in into herself and then it was like that. And we we're like, okay, all right. Wow. All right, next interview. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, that stuff is, I'm out. Yeah. That's, that stuff's nuts. Uh, I go the other way. I love horror movies. And so I saw this new horror movie called the nun, the nun. Uh, is I, it? Well, I saw none too last week and, <laughs> okay, I, okay. and I, I gave that a not good because okay. I, I liked the first one. That one was second one was not good. Uh, but the one I saw this week was satanic Hispanics. <laughs> and so this one is what a name. Yeah. Get by with that. Yeah. Well, it's a great name. It's very much an indie movie. It's an anthology flick. And no, so it's, it's indie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say, uh, but it's five, five different Latino filmmakers. Um, and so each one's doing like a short film and then there's like a wraparound story that kind of connects all the shorts. Huh. Um, and it's really good. There's some good stuff. And I wanted to actually pick, um, I wanted to talk to um, uh, Clark about this because one of the filmmakers is Eduardo Sanchez, and he did uh, Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. And Clark, when Clark lived in California, he lived there when I did, we went to a film screening of Blair Witch Project at like a library, at a public library in Pasadena. Oh, wow. And it was one of those guys, because there's the two filmmakers from Blair Witch, and I can't remember if it's Eduardo or the other guy. Yeah. And Clark would have a better memory of, of that, and so I wanted to pick his brain about that. But we sat, sat there with only like seven other people, and we watched Blair Witch Project <laughs> in this library. Wow. Uh, but it was pretty cool. But that guy actually, unfortunately, his segment was the worst of the the five segments. Mm. And so the thing that I like about anthology movies is that you can have a different like filmmaker. So you get a different taste every like 20 minutes or so. Yeah. But that's also what I don't like because you'd have a very uneven movie. And so all in all as a total, I'd have to give it a not good, good or not good. I'm giving it a not good, but there's, there's parts of it. That's really good. Like, uh, um, there's one called the hammer of Zanzibar by Alejandro Brujes, um, and Jonah Ray, from Mystery Science Theater, he's in it. And it's kind of like a um, ode to Sam Raimi movies. Um, so that was pretty mm-hmm. good. Uh, Mike Mendez, who directed Big Ass Spider, he does another good one. And Gigi Saul Guerrero, she is Gigi. actually, she's, do you know who she is? No, no. Uh, she's actually a super good horror filmmaker. Um, the Onion person, right? Isn't that the Onion person? That's not the Onion person. Oh, okay. I still can't get past Big, ha- Big Ass Spider. Big Ass Spider's good. Yeah, yeah, I can, <laughs> I can recommend that. I'm going to write that. Brett, can you write that down? Yeah, yeah Big Ass Spider, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, but there you go. And then uh, another one that I saw is A Haunting in Venice. Um, and this was the Kenneth Branagh um, Herculo Perot. Her- Hercule Perot. Sure, I nailed that. Um, but yeah. that is the Agatha Christie character where he's trying to solve a crime. And this one is where he's trying to solve 
uh, there's a seance and he's trying to decide if the person that's uh, um, conducting the seance, if she's actually a real conduit to the other side or if she's faking it. Um, and it's really good. I actually recommend that one. So I'll give that one a good. Gives me Sherlock Holmes vibes. Oh, big time. Yeah. 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 yeah he's great in cool. that character. There's two other movies that he does that character. And it's, so it's a nice kind of end of that trilogy. And uh, what's her name? Tina Fey is in it and she doesn't act like, yeah she's oh, in wow. it and she's great um but i will say you do see uh who the killer is coming a mile away i think from the moment you see this person you know in my opinion that that's the killer uh brett what have you seen recently um i was thinking about this i haven't seen any movies recently all right that's the um, show thanks for- <laughs> yeah. but i need to start going to more movies because i had some plenty of time but i should just go i mean yeah well what about you did you uh, i don't think we ever talked about uh i think one of your favorites you said was austin powers three <laughs> yep you're a big fan of that one yep gold member my yep. favorite yeah, yeah. ap3 you call it right ap3 yeah. for all you ap3 is out there <laughs> get at me oh uh, no do you have like a you know a top five or some that you've really liked in the past or some that you go um, back to all the time that I go back to all the time. Probably not. Like all every year, I'll go back to planes, trains, and automobiles. That's in my top okay. five. I think it has been for a long time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I do that at all ever. You never rewatch? No. Yeah. I mean, Home Alone's a classic. That's well, you're probably out just lifting weights all the time. So right. Not, yeah. You don't have time for. Movies, I'm watching so. Jack Ryan. You know, I don't got time for movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If that was a movie, I'd watch that. Well, I tell you what you do have time for, and that's for uh, checking out another episode of Not Good. So thank you for taking the time with us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, It's been awesome. Thanks, Jacob, for hanging out. Yeah, It's always a pleasure when you're here. You'll probably be here next week, I assume, for the book club. I think that's next week. Yeah, It is. Oh, shit. And what are we reading? What are we going to be talking about? Uh, The Alchemist by Paolo Coachello. Yeah. (laughs) Proper pronunciations. Yep. So check that out. And uh, yeah, so thank you again. Do you have anything you want to plug or... No. There you go. Nothing. You don't, you don't have to. Uh, I can plug for you. Go to 10K. Drink San Pellegrino. 10K. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> P- Perrier. Is it a Perrier? Yeah. You don't like the Perrier? That's not I, sa- it's not bad. Oh. Not bad. That's okay. With Jacob. That's, okay. that's your bad. new, yeah. new, new sideshow. Is it bad or not? <laughs> uh, what about you, Brett? You got anything to plug? Um, Blark's currently out uh, investigating a few things, and so we're going to have some exciting news uh, next week for everyone. Excellent. Who's going to be delivering that uh, exciting news? That's going to be Clark. Yeah. Because <laughs> awesome, he's cool. out in the field right now doing some work. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Cool. Well, we're excited for that. Uh, well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for checking out another edition. We'll see you in a week. Again, thanks, uh, um, Nalo. Thank you, Nalo, yeah. for great music. Thank you, yeah. Unis, for great music. Uh, but yeah, we'll see you in a week. I love you. Bye.